This program is community service and is not intended to be a substitute for medical advice. Listeners having questions about their health should make an appointment to see their personal physician. Any opinions or statements made during the program are those of the individuals or physicians making the statements and are not the opinions or statements of the hospital. For women, regular mammograms are the best way to detect breast cancer early. But if your mammogram report says that you have dense breast tissue, you may be wondering what that means. Today we're talking about dense breast tissue and an organization committed to educating the public about this important topic. This is Healthy Conversations, the podcast from Tenant Health Central Coast. My name is Prakash Chandran. Here with us to discuss is Joe Capello, Executive Director of Are You Dense and Are You Dense Advocacy. I'd love to get started by maybe you just telling us a little bit about the Are You Dense organization. Well, Are You Dense uh, is an organization that my wife and I started uh, back in 2009. Uh, My wife, Nancy, uh, she was diagnosed with stage 3C uh, breast cancer in 2004, uh, and she had 13 out of 18 lymph nodes were cancerous, and this is after normal 10 years of normal mammograms. Uh, and you'd say, well, how come they didn't catch the cancer? Well, they explained to her that, well, you have dense breast tissue, and she never heard of that word. No one's ever talked about it in the facility. And uh, they went on to explain that dense breast tissue is a more fibroglandular tissue. It's not fatty and uh, therefore hides cancer. The fibroglandular tissue is white and cancer in a mammogram is white. Uh, Therefore, you cannot see the cancer growing. Uh, And they said it was uh, growing for about seven years in her breast. And so we decided that uh, we needed to do something about this. There's a misinformation. There's a huge gap here between a doctor and patient. And uh, we wanted to make a law in the state of Connecticut that said that uh, you need to tell the patient she has dense tissue and what that means. So we started in 2009. with our legislature in Connecticut, and we passed the first law uh, in the country that mandated uh, this information be told to the patient, and which started an avalanche of uh, questions and and people wondering what what this is. We put up a website, and we had uh, all types of uh, comments from all over the country. We ended up, as of this day, we've got 37 states with legislation, and that's a huge task. And my wife really did all the heavy lifting. So I think it's amazing that you and your wife uh, created this organization and just are increasing the awareness around dense breast tissue because, like you said, there's a knowledge gap. There's that misinformation there. And um, I think up until this point, there really hasn't – this is really, unfortunately, the first time I'm hearing about the term dense breast tissue. So I want to get into uh, the specifics of what it is. So let's say um, you know my wife goes for her mammogram and the doctor mentions it or Maybe now that she's heard of this, she'll ask if she has uh, dense breast tissue. What are some of the things that these patients can look for specifically about dense breast tissue? Uh, Well, you know, uh, Prakash, the uh, women in California are very fortunate. We've had a law in California for a number of years 
and uh, this law uh, mandates that the patient be told that she's got breast density. And uh, when this happens, uh, you know, it's you, the woman should realize that this is not abnormal. Uh, it's quite common to have dense breast tissue. But the screening procedure must be different. The baseline comes from a mammogram. It'll tell you the four degrees of density. Um, and if you're extremely dense or heterogeneously dense, uh, you really should get an ultrasound or an MRI. In fact, right in California, you've got two qualified companies to do this. It's Selma Carlson and Templeton Imaging, and they are excellent at this. Uh, so your California women are very fortunate. One of the things that I can see in terms of why it's so important to you is because, like you said, this was growing inside of your wife for several years. This was something that, you know, they didn't necessarily make you aware of. And so now it's important, really, that you spread the word uh, to, to everyone about this so they can catch it uh, er as early as possible. So, um, you know, in terms of the procedure itself. You said it starts with a baseline of a mammogram, but then what can women expect to really look at that breast density and then how can they interpret it to see if there's something wrong, especially if they live outside of the state of California? When a, when a woman receives her, her mammogram report, um, there should be, with a, when, when there's a state that has the breast density and, uh, and notification laws, uh, she should be uh, she should recognize that there's going to be an additional screening. Uh, there should be. It may not be recommended, but she should go. She should at least have a conversation with her physician about breast density. And um, and what she can expect is to have an ultrasound. A simple ultrasound would have found my wife's breast cancer seven years prior to finding out, uh, which. I guess it begs to ask the question, does, does early matter? And early does matter. Uh, an early diagnosis means less chemo. It means less radiation. It means maybe a lumpectomy instead of a mastectomy. Uh, early really matters. And um, so, therefore, it's, it behooves women when they're told they have breast density. It doesn't mean that you have cancer. What it does mean is that if you have cancer, uh, it may be hidden because of the density of your breast. Every year, 45,000 women walk away from their physician screening with normal mammograms, and they have cancer. And it was not picked up in the mammogram. That's 45,000 women every year. That's, that's a lot of mothers. That's a lot of daughters. That is unbelievable that so many women walk, walk away from a mammogram, which is supposed to be a preventative measure, and still have that breast cancer. Because like you said, it doesn't necessarily catch it due to the breast density. So, you know, I think what you said is so important in terms of, you know, going early, going often. And if you do have that breast density, it does make sense to just to be on the safe side, get an MRI, wouldn't you say? Well, the standard uh, uh, protocol would probably not be a, a MRI. It would probably be an ultrasound uh, because an MRI is expensive. Your insurance may not cover that. Um, and if, if insurance doesn't cover it, uh, of course, you've got to go based on your, what the recommendation of your physician is. 
uh, always rely on your physician's uh, information. Uh, but, you know, if that only happened to my wife, um, it would have been uh, it would have been tremendous for us because she wouldn't have had to go through all the ugliness of breast cancer. And, uh, you know, she ended up uh, I don't know if you know this story, but in August, after 15 years of uh, from uh, being treated with breast cancer for for breast cancer, um, Nancy ended up with uh, MDS, which is technical terms, myelodysplastic syndrome. It's really bone marrow cancer, and it's treatment-related. In other words, she got this bone marrow cancer because of her uh, serious treatments 15 years ago for her breast cancer, and she unfortunately passed away November 15th due to this MDS. So the question begs itself again, does early matter? Absolutely. Um, you know, Joe, thank you so much for sharing that with our audience. And obviously, we're all very sorry for that loss. And I know that what you're doing right now is continuing her legacy in sharing this information with people, because it is so important to catch it early. Because as, as you mentioned with your wife, because she had to go through so much treatment, it caused there to be unnecessary pain and heartache and struggle. And yes. um, I just really appreciate what you're doing here today. And um, I just I thank you so much for the organization um, that you've created. Well, our organization, uh, if someone wants information about dense breast tissue, they can go to areyoudense.org, and it's spelled out, areyoudense.org. And I wanted to mention one good thing that happened very recently is that we now have a national law as of two months ago. President Trump signed a national law, breast notification law, which will take effect sometime within the next 18 months. And um, we're very excited about that. And Senator Feinstein worked with Nancy on this, and uh, she promised she'd get it done, and she did. So we appreciate that very much. That is amazing. And this this notification law that went uh, that passed, can you talk a little bit about what that actually does now that it's in effect? Uh, all the providers need to change their way of doing business uh, now that there's a law. Uh, national law. They need. They're going to change their way. They do mammograms. They'll. And what I mean by that is uh, the uh, notifications and the paperwork to follow up on patients is going to be different. Um, it's going to be more uniform, and that really is uh, is a big deal. Is to standardize the communications between patients and providers. And uh, this is a, a major, major step. This is an unbelievable thing that's happened. This is a groundswell effort from my wife and myself and all of our volunteers in Connecticut. And it's become a national law. Some legislators are in their, their positions for years and never even have their name on a law. <laughs> but, but here we did. We passed the law in the good old United States, and uh, and we're going to save 
not thousands, but millions of lives. And that's just in the US. And that's just a testament to the hard work and the passion that you and Nancy had around this. And I, I just cannot believe that you've been able to pass it this quickly. And it's clear it's clear that our government also saw that need as well. So yes. I, I just kind of want to start wrapping up with reminding us, where can women get the recommended screening test? Women can, uh, when, they, when their physician tells them that they need additional screening, uh, they should go to a, a, an organization like Selma Carlson or Templeton Imaging. I know those are located in California. Uh, you need to go to a, a screening facility that has MRI and ultrasound. Some of it's automated ultrasound. Uh, some of it is handheld. Uh, they're doing so many of them now. They're very good at it. And uh, and as time goes on, they'll get better and better at, at screening. And uh, just the last question, now that you've uh, or you're on the brink of passing this law, what are the continuing goals for Are You Dense? Well, it's funny, you know, uh, Prakash, we've been at this for 15 years. Uh, it's almost we're, we're almost numb knowing that uh, we have a national law and it's what do we do next uh, and what we do next is education. So we're going to uh, work on a national education program so that uh, we haven't fine-tuned it yet, but that's our goal is to educate the public about dense breast tissue. And since we have a national law backing us, we feel empowered to do this now. So uh, we're certainly not going to waste time or money or energy. Uh, it's money well spent. Absolutely. And it is, uh, I just want to thank you again for the work that you and Nancy have done um, to push so much change in education uh, to the public on this and obviously enact laws as well. What you're doing here today in uh, sharing on this podcast is actually extremely helpful. I, I know I learned something here today. So is there anything else that you want to share with our audience before we wrap up? Um, all I want to say is uh, to wrap up is that uh, this is serious business get your mammograms at uh, the uh, ACR, the American College of Radiology and the American Cancer Society. Uh, they recommend at 40 years of age to get screened for your baseline. Make sure you do that. Um, the younger you are, the more dense you are. And, uh, and I mean breast density and, uh, of course, that could apply the other way, too. <laughs> <laughs> it could. It could. That's true. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's so important to get screened and uh, be very attentive to your health, to your breast health. It's a matter of life and death. It really is. Absolutely. My guest today has been Joe Capello. I'm Prakash Chandran. For more information, please visit our website at tenanthealthcentralcoast.com. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and be sure to check out the entire podcast library for topics of interest to you. This has been Healthy Conversations, the podcast from Tenant Health Central Coast. Thank you so much and we'll talk next time.